Hello and welcome to episode 28. This episode, I want to talk about grief and how important this process is. At the end of an emotionally abusive relationship, you experience so many different emotions that are foreign to you. And you might hear sounds, I've spoken about this before, that come out of you that you believe only an animal could make. That was my experience. You might experience mood swings and you might have more questions than answers. And all this is normal. I mean, it shouldn't be normal. But unfortunately, due to the trauma that you've experienced, it is. Grief is such an important process to go through. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. Grief is such an important stage to go through in your healing process. And as I said, you might have experienced, um, this might still be going on, experienced sounds coming out of you that you might not even recognise or you thought maybe that only animals make. And, and that's what I experienced. I remember being on the floor a few times and I, but I fully wanted to experience and embrace these emotions because I knew that was where the healing was going to take place. And I also, I was invited to join a forum a while ago and I remember somebody in there saying how she was dealing with her trauma. She was allowing herself 10 minutes every day. I promise you that is not going to help you. I mean, it will help you on some level, but it isn't dealing in the way that you need to. If you're experiencing these wounds, this pain, this deepness that goes into your soul, you need to allow the emotions, the sounds, the feelings to come up, to rise up like little bubbles of emotions and let them out. So if it means that you're sitting there sobbing away, and I promise you, the biggest healing shifts come from those moments where you sit until you cry, you can cry no longer, and you might be sobbing and sobbing and sobbing, and all of a sudden you come out of the other side of it, and you might even experience laughter. It's a polarity of that emotion, that initial pain. And let's make the assumption that that particular part has healed. You've released that pain. You've released that trauma. Going through emotional abuse, you have been hijacked. Everything, your emotions have been hijacked. Your thoughts have been hijacked. Your life has been hijacked. Every single layer of you has been infiltrated. And you might also feel under attack. And that is not just from the abuser, it could be the people surrounding you, the people surrounding the abuser, it just might be the way that they've trained your mind. This was emotional warfare. You ended up in a war zone. You didn't know that that's what you were entering into when you got into that relationship. This person pretended, they put on a mask, they created a persona and they pretended to be the person that you were looking for in a relationship. And it's during this idealization stage that they're asking these questions. They're finding out all this information about you, not only about what you're looking for in a relationship and an ideal partner, but 
Also, they're discovering your wounds. They're looking for them. They're looking for the chinks in your armor where you've been hurt and your childhood wounds. And this is where all this stems from, that your childhood wounds will be visible to them and they know exactly what to say and do. And this is where this information is gathered. It's gathered during the idealization stage. You think they're interested in you and your life and what you've experienced and what you want and where you want to go and what the future looks like for you. And they are to an extent, but what they're really interested in is how they can manipulate you, the character that they need to create to ensnare you into this relationship, how uh, good a supply you're going to be, what attention you're going to give them, how much money, how you're going to support them in every area of, of their life. And this is why it's so important when you grieve that you grieve every area where you need to grieve the past that's and this is the past this is where they created a persona you need to to grieve the person you fell in love with because it wasn't who they were you fell in love with a fictional character you need to grieve the fake future that you created together and you need to grieve so many different elements we've got three core wounds which I speak about a lot abandonment and there is shame and there's betrayal. It might be that the abandonment, which is their biggest fear, and they've gone and done to you. But it might also be that you need to grieve self-abandonment, where you abandoned who you were. The person that you were, you handed over. And there might be an element that you need to grieve yourself, where you've abandoned yourself. Shame is another one and there is a lot of shame when you come out of these relationships, the fact that you might not have any money left, that you might have handed over all the power in the relationship, that you've done things that you that you wouldn't necessarily have done um, where you were conned, because these, they let's be realistic, they are con artists and you've been, you know, you might feel shame about some of the things that you've done, said, some of the relationships that you've lost. There can be lots of different emotions around shame. So we need to grieve those, grieve the relationships that we've lost, to grieve maybe the things that we've done to people because of this other person. Maybe we've behaved in a certain way. And the other one is betrayal. Now, again, that might be a betrayal of self. And it's really important to be really honest with your emotions and where they're coming from. And it's one of my biggest passions, having these really honest conversations. Because I'll be honest with you now, this relationship happened because of the childhood wounds that you experienced growing up, whether it was an abandonment wound that you got from a parent or a caregiver, whether you were made to feel shameful yourself as a child, whether you picked up wounds of betrayal because you were betrayed by a caregiver or a parent. Well, caregiver would be a teacher as well. So as I said many times, if you've listened to me, we, we're sponges up until the age of about seven or eight years old. We live in this hypnotic state. Now, a hypnotic state is much like a sleep state and as children we live there for seven or eight years we take on the beliefs of our tribes we hear what's going on we are hypnotized into believing what we're told so if that isn't a positive experience we leave that age group seven to eight years old and as we work through our teenage years we take on these beliefs it's something I talk a lot about I think particularly in my group actually if you have a belief about yourself then to tune into that belief and to listen to the way that that conversation 
or that statement is playing out in your head and then try and listen to the way it's constructed and then um, see if you can tune into the voice because more often than not, it's not going to be your voice. So you might hear a mother berating you or a father or it might be something that a school teacher or a grandparent, an aunt or uncle, you know, you might hear these things and you might repeat them in a way that you have changed some of the vocabulary. So it might be that you say, oh, I'm no, I'm not good with money. But when you really tune into that, actually it was, you were told that you're not very good with money. And this is how this abuse takes place. So not only, so our wounds are collected. We've got a collection of wounds from childhood, particularly if you've come out of an emotionally abusive relationship, you will have at least one childhood wound that allowed the abuser in that allowed them to take over that, your life and to step in. That's my belief. I believe this is where it stems from. And then we pick up other wounds. The abuser is very good, like a hypnotist on a stage. They will feed you the information. So again, some of the, when you come out of these relationships, you might believe that you can't live on your own. You might believe that you can't function on your own. You might believe all the things that the abuser has done because they've spotted your wounds and then they've also been able to get in and work with that wound. I talk about, um, I've said it in a few YouTube videos actually, about them reprogramming, getting into the hard drive of our computer and reprogramming um, some of the wounds that we picked, we'd already, are already there. And so they've put their own code on it and then we don't have access to get into that part of our personality. It's so hard, but the grief is a, such an important part of your healing journey. And um, I, I've actually got a mini course that I put together a few, I don't know, it was about a year or two years ago now on grief because it's so important to grieve the, the person that you thought they were, the place that you thought you'd be in now. This is really important because I bet you didn't think that you were going to be in this place. You might have been hanging on, standing in front of that proverbial slot machine. And every time that you got to that discard where they disappeared, or it might be that you got to a devaluation stage, they swoop you back in and they take you back to idealization. There's a point in that is so you won't walk away to remind you that there is a future and this future is uh, what you've created together. So you'll hang in there and you'll provide them with the attention, the money, the um, might be the home and you'll reprogrammed. They've come in, they reprogrammed you to their conditions and to the way they want things to happen. And you're in this relationship um, thinking, oh wow, this person really cares for me. They're providing me with all this attention. I'm being validated and, and I'm the only person that's really understood them because you heard about their awful childhood and all their awful relationships. And all of a sudden you're that person, the only one. And then all of and, and then this is now gone. This is now gone. So where you're sitting in the present isn't where you believed you were. You've stood at that um, slot machine and you've invested your time. You've invested your money. You've invested relationships. You've probably lost a lot of relationships. There's so much that has gone into that person, the abuser, and you've given up. 
And you probably wanted to walk away quite a few times, but they whipped you back around to idealization. They showered you with gifts. They told you how amazing you were, that they now realize that, you you know, what you do for them boosts you back up again. You think, oh, okay, maybe this isn't so bad. And then they whiz you back out, you know, they take you back round to the devaluation discard again. But each time they're programming you. So where you thought you were today isn't where you expected to be. And it might be that you're watching someone put on your shoes and play out. Or even if they're not playing out the fake future that you created with the abuser, they're actually in their life. And that isn't what's supposed to happen. And that is a painful place to be. So this is why it's so important. And then you've got the fake future, the future that you created, that you sat down and created. This is where you're going to be. You're going to travel. You're going to be living in this part of the country, this part of the world. You're going to be in the sunshine and, you know, uh, live out your life on a beach. You know, you're going to create this amazing future together. And all of a sudden, that has gone as well. And that's why it's so crucial, the three elements, the past, the present, and the future. And there's different, you know, you can break down, as I said, you've got so many different elements in the past, the person that you fell in love with. I mean, and that also might be in the present, the person that they created and you fell in love with, because it isn't who they've shown you they really are. And at times you will have seen that mask slip. You will have seen them behave and treat people in a certain way. However, they always told you how special you were and you probably and I say this from personal experience because this is how my experience was so I wrote that off and thought he'd never do that to me he'd never treat me in the same way that he's treating that person there and I was wrong so those are the elements that need healing and it's crucial that you grieve those elements. And grieving is, as I said, such an important part of this process. I hope this has been useful. There is another part of this that I'm going to talk about at another time. It might be next week. I'm not 100% sure. This is grieving the 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 abuser, where the original wound came from. I think that's really important, whether it's a mother or a father or someone else. That is going to be another podcast. Today is all about, the, if you're in this relationship, you, it, this isn't about taking on too much. You can't overload yourself. And this is, uh, you know, the proverbial onion. I used to get fed up with this analogy of the onion because I've heard it for 20 odd years. But, the, you know, the peeling back of the layers. So we start with the outer layer of where we are now and then we'll get in. So the center of the onion is very possibly the original wound. The original wound is where it stemmed from. And that wound is how the abuser, that's what they spotted. They spotted that wounding and they came in and um, and created havoc and caused you, they took over your life. They reprogrammed your thoughts and your emotions. They told you what to think, how to feel. They told you all this information. And then, so you're lost now. And they strip you back and they leave you in an infantile state. So they leave you around about the ages of I always go back to three. Maybe that's the age that I get got left at, but they leave you around that age. Maybe I go back to three because that's where our memories start 
you know, but that's what I found. I found that um, I had a three-year-old running my life and um, those abandonment wounds, those betrayal wounds and those wounds of shame were huge. But also the important part for me was experiencing that, that animal sounds that were coming out of me, allowing those out of me, those tears, allowing those tears to flow until there was nothing left. And in fact, there was, there was laughter. And I'd experienced that 20 odd years before. So I knew how powerful that was and allowing those, uh, those emotions to flow through. And that grief, I promise you, grieving every element, allowing, acknowledging and, um, and healing what's happened to you is crucial. And as I said, I hope this has been really helpful. I'm sending you loads and loads of love until next time.